You're listening to the Five Questions Podcast, and I'm your host, Dan Shawbell. In fewer than 10 minutes, my goal is to extract the best advice from the world's smartest and most interesting people by asking them just five questions. My guest today is the co-founder, co-CEO, and chairman of Netflix, Reed Hastings. After speaking to the other Netflix co-founder, Mark Randolph, for episode 53, I was delighted at the opportunity to speak with Reed to get the other side of the Netflix story, as well as learn from his experiences building the company and their workplace culture. Since co-founding Netflix back in 1997, Reed has revolutionized the entertainment industry, growing the company to over 183 million subscribers in 190 countries. He captures his journey and lessons learned in his new book, No Rules, Rules, which we discuss in this episode. When you were the CEO of Pure Software, you learned that tightly controlled management policies stifle creativity, which is why at Netflix, you created a flexible work culture. Today's professionals desire flexibility, and that's been even more clear during this pandemic where remote work has been normalized. How does a flexible work culture enable companies to adapt to changes and innovate faster? The fundamental is targeting inspiration rather than management or supervising. And the modern creative organization is really focused on inspiration. So if you start there, then lots of things come from that, including flexibility, uh, including creativity. By promoting employee freedom and eliminating rigid policies, you built organizational trust. A global study I led with Kronos found that over half of employees say that organizational trust has a big impact on mental health, productivity, belonging, and career choices. How does giving employees freedom build the trust that leads to healthier and more productive employees? You know, I think building trust is really about transparency and consistency. And if you're open with people about why you're doing things and you've got a sense of principles, then people can trust you. And so those are the key things, transparency and consistency. And how did you do that at Netflix? Uh, At Netflix, we're very open with information, um, as we've covered in the book, uh, at a startling level for a big public company. We give each other open and direct feedback. Uh, We role model that in many ways. Um, So those are some of the examples. In the book, you said that hiring talented, creative, and diverse people was, quote, the most critical dot for the foundation of the whole Netflix story. What's your approach to competing for and retaining the best talent while promoting diversity and inclusion? The key is attracting people to a great place for them to work, which for us is amazing colleagues. You never get to work with better people than at Netflix. So that's the fundamental draw. To get amazing colleagues, we provide great freedom. We allow them to express their craft, and that's what really uh, attracts people. And then second, we do very high compensation because we feel like one great person will get more done and actually cost less than two not so great people. Yeah, it's interesting. I interviewed Laszlo Bach years ago, who is the former chief people officer at Google, as you know. And I asked him, why do people want to work at Google? And he said the exact same thing as you. And I have not heard that from anyone else, but he says that people want to work with smart, intelligent people that they can learn from. Yep. In your childhood, you concealed your emotions from your family, which eventually became an issue for you as a leader and husband. What did your marriage counselor teach you about sharing your feelings, being honest, giving transparent feedback, and how did you apply that advice to your work relationships? We've been married now 29 years, but early in our marriage, a marriage counselor that we had got me to see how I would systematically lie and say very pleasant things that I thought were expected, like family is the most important thing. 
but my actions were not consistent with that. So I would stay at work late if an employee needed me and not come home. What this marriage counselor got me to see is that I was really a hypocrite and that I you know, value truth. So I should try to be honest and have my actions lined up with that. And it gave me permission through that to be much more family-centric, but not to claim to be purely family-centric, which I clearly wasn't. And so it's uh, both truth and changing actions. Yeah, and it goes back to what you were saying with being transparent and honest. That's what built trust, and that leads to higher productive workforce. It's, it's kind of a thread through everything, wouldn't you say? Yes, absolutely. The, we're continuing to push the bounds of appropriate professional honesty and what that is, and then how it can help us all grow to achieve even more. But it can be tough in today's world where everything's being politicized too, right? You want to be very transparent, but you also have to be empathetic to other people's viewpoints and needs and political and social views. I don't think the politicization has affected us much. It's really how do you deliver a message in a way that, you know, it's productive. We're looking for, you know, constructive advice and perspective from people. And what's your best piece of career advice? Always be learning. You don't have to have a great plan, but you always want to be learning on the job. And if you ever don't feel you're learning, it's time to move on. And when did you know to move on when you weren't learning? Can you give like one example? You know, I, I, I don't think I ever quit a job. <laughs> uh, or you just challenge yourself within that job. That's probably yes. what it is for you. And I got in, you know, just by having an idea, you know, to being management so quickly. You know, when I became CEO the first time, you know, I had never uh, managed people. I had never written a review. You know, I was like totally raw. Not maybe as raw as like, you know, the new entrepreneurs which started age 20. So I, I was 30 years old, but I had not had any organizational experience. Thank you so much for sharing your wisdom, Reed. To follow his journey, you can read his book, No Rules, Rules, and find him on Twitter and LinkedIn where he shares his appearances, announcements, views, and all things Netflix. Netflix.